Hello, my friends. Let me ask you something. Do you tend to think of what could go wrong before you think of what could go right? When you hear about something you haven't heard of before, is your first thought something negative or judgmental about it? If you get an invite to do something you haven't done before, is the first thing that comes to your mind something that will go wrong? When you hear of some unhappy news, do you immediately think of the worst case scenario? When you're at a crossroads and you're trying to make a decision, do you find yourself always weighing out the worst things that could happen rather than being excited about any positive aspects that could occur? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are activating your negativity bias. We all have this. Negativity bias is the brain's tendency to focus on the negative rather than the positive. This is the I Care About You podcast, and today we're talking about changing your negative outlooks as we work towards a more positive life. In this aspect, you can be your own change. First, let's talk about negative bias. Research shows that this is a natural thing. We all have it. Some of us are more fixated on the negative than the positive. Simply said, you're off balance. Research suggests that negative bias is actually something that was in place to keep us safe, to always look towards the negative. So it probably helped a lot of our very distant ancestors stay alive when they were being hunted by predators. But for today's purposes, we really want to keep it in check and in perspective. Another thing we tend to do as human beings is we tend to remember trauma more vividly than we remember happy times. We tend to hear negative comments more acutely than positive feedback. We react more strongly or are drawn to negative stories and events and other stimuli than to the positive ones. We tend to remember negative events or comments more than positive ones. We tend to make decisions based on more energy going towards what can go wrong than what can go right. We learn more from negative events than positive ones. Studies show that we may even believe bad news more than we will believe good news. We may be more motivated by imagining what we'll lose if we don't achieve than what we will gain. A good example of this is work. We tend to think of money we will lose, skills we might lose, respect we might lose if we strike out on our own or strike out on a new career path rather than the things we might gain from doing that. We may even hear criticism more profoundly than we hear praise. We dwell on something someone said that was critical but disregard or devalue praise we receive. We also tend to dwell on bad experiences, running it over and over in our minds and then using it as a yardstick for future events that may come our way. For example, say we bomb a job interview. Instead of looking at it as an anomaly or using it as a tool for improvement, we dwell on all the things that went wrong with a feeling of powerlessness. When we do this, we chip away at our own self-esteem and self-worth. We also develop a pattern of negative thinking that can hugely affect our relationships and our opportunities in life. The classic Saturday Night Live skit with Debbie Downer pokes fun at the way of being when you're negative about everything. And the reality is that people find the negative outlook to be repelling rather than helpful. This is a natural mechanism that's there to keep us safe. But in the end, it may end up harming us more than saving us if we let the fear behind the negative thoughts become more prominent in our lives, if we lose the balance between the negative and the positive. I have a friend that whenever someone points out his negative outlook, he gets mad and says, 
it is only because he's looking out for us. He has so internalized his negative outlook that he doesn't see the damage he is doing to his relationships and even his health. Going through life unbalanced and dwelling too much on the negative can have a profound effect on your life. It can bring on physical issues. It can increase anxiety because oftentimes people with negative perspectives feel disempowered. And that feeling of powerlessness creates anxiety around just about everything. If you think everything is going to go wrong, then it probably will type scenario is constantly being played out in their lives. If you expect it, you will seek it out subconsciously. Even if something good happens to you, you will look for the small hiccups along the way and dwell on those. If you buy a house and you can't get over the process of purchasing it or the loan you had to get, even though you achieve the goal of buying your house, you can't get over the rude real estate agent, or the fact that the seller wanted to take a light fixture or something like that. You are subconsciously looking for the negative to reinforce your outlook that everyone and everything is unpredictable and or out to get you. It's important to be able to weigh the pros and cons when approaching a situation, but that should be a balanced exercise, not simply dwelling on what could go wrong. If you feel you do this, Consider making a pros and cons list where you must have equal amounts of pros to cons. You must give equal time to both sides on your list, thinking about each side with the same dedication and not letting the cons creep in while imagining the pros. Create scenarios in your mind that are related to the pros, just like you automatically do for the cons. Negative bias can also shape how you see people in relationships. You may feel that everyone you meet is out to get you or someone you should be leery of. You may tend to dwell on a loved one's imperfections more than you dwell on the good they do. When you get into an argument with your partner, you may tend to dwell on the imperfections that they have rather than the points they had in the argument. When you get a performance review, you may forego the positive comments that are on there and just fixate or concentrate on the constructive criticism that was noticed. You may find yourself negatively anticipating outcomes of conversations or situations, causing you to go into these spaces with a defense or expecting the worst. You may find yourself being unable to hear people's needs because you're receiving the information as an insult rather than an ask. How can you shift your perspective to feel a little more positive? Let go of the negative self-talk. Start listening to your inner dialogue. If you have negative thoughts about someone or yourself or a situation before it happens, stop yourself and work to reframe that internal messaging into something that's positive or neutral. If you see someone new and you immediately judge them, Notice it and let that judgment go. If you are always berating yourself with self-talk like you're not smart enough or likable enough, then change that self-talk. Recognize it when you hear it and either turn it off or shift it into something more positive. If someone says they want to talk to you, don't immediately assume they're gonna yell at you. Stop and reconsider other possibilities. Reframe events and past memories. If you go into an event or situation thinking about all the bad stuff that will happen, try to balance it out with positive outcomes as well. For example, if every time you get into your car to go on the freeway, you think people are going to be targeting you, cutting you off and doing things like that, say you immediately think everyone is going to just cut you off. You can shift those thoughts into that if somebody does cut me off, it isn't personal. It isn't about me. Or maybe they're having a bad day or they're in a rush. Maybe no one cuts you off. For every person that cuts me off, someone lets me in when I need to get in another lane, or someone lets me merge onto the freeway, things like that. Recognize that there is just as many people being kind to you on the roadways as there are people cutting you off. If you think someone is mad at you or said something that 
made you mad. Learn how to communicate your concerns in a way that allows both of you to work through it. It allows you to be heard and then for you to hear the other person's response and then to be able to work through it. When something great happens, notice it. Give it the same attention as when some negative news story pops up on your newsfeed. Start finding new ways to deal with things that you used to view negatively. By this, I mean, if you obsess about past events in negative ways, like searching for every stupid thing you said and then fixating on what you said, realize you are doing this and change the pattern. Say to yourself, nope, I don't do this anymore. And shift. Do something to stop the train of thought, like listen to music or watch a funny movie, or maybe it's cute cat videos. Maybe you take up journal writing. And when you start obsessing in a negative way, you write about positive outcomes of the event or a positive topic or prompt. Maybe you explore how you could learn from the situation through journaling. There are a lot of ways to find positive prompts and you could have them at the ready. So when something does come up, you don't have to search for the positive prompt. You can just go to a list that you've created. We did a collaboration with Social Refugees over the past last year, which was a monthly journal writing to our best selves. And there's a lot of positive prompts on there. And you can view that on our YouTube channel. Or you can also go to our meetup collab space where we did meetups and continue to do throughout this year. So you can join one at any time and pick up some of those prompts. Another way is to, instead of fixating on things that went wrong in this past, start looking at them as learning opportunities. Start giving the positive things equal attention. If you look at negative news story, follow up with watching a happy video, give both equal attention. If you have a great cup of coffee or a great dinner entree, give it as much attention as you did the traffic jam when you were driving home that night. Give the neighbor who always says hi to you with a smile the same attention you give a cranky coworker. Find balance. I'm not saying that you swing all the way over to the rose-colored glasses and sunbathing all the time perspective, but I'm saying you need to find a balance. Negative bias is there to keep you safe, so it is important. It's important to weigh out pros and cons, but giving them equal time. Reframe situations into learning experiences and work on negative internal dialogue. Remember, being too negative affects your health, your relationships, your satisfaction in life, and even future possibilities. Be open to exploring the idea that you may have gotten off balance and be open with yourself. Realize that it's easy to become off balance and to swing over to the negative, especially if you are feeling overwhelmed or something traumatic happened or you are experiencing increased anxiety levels. It happens to all of us. You aren't alone, but it is important to realize it when it happens. Sometimes negative folks adopt a very stubborn viewpoint on their negativity that simply isn't the same viewpoint as the people around them. That's why it's important to be open to better understanding your outlook on life and be willing to shift if the balance is askew. Being stubborn won't help your relationships. It will translate as you not caring or let's face it, relationships are about caring among other things. And if you're being very stubborn and negative, you're just not translating love to the other person. You're not translating that you care. Instead, you're translating the opposite of that. And they might think, what's the point of being in this relationship? I'm not getting what I want out of it. If you aren't sure if you harbor negative outlook on life, spend some time analyzing your own thoughts. What first comes to mind when encountering new people in places and situations? How do you feel about daily activities? Are they all burdensome? Are they fun or something else? If you're being honest with yourself, sometimes you can be positive in one area of life, but extremely negative in another. Say you're positive about your home life, but you're super negative about your work life. Be careful because one 
negative aspect in life can affect the other parts before you know it. If you can't redirect your thoughts about work, you may have to get another job or look at other options. But you should do something about these really negative things in life, especially if they're bleeding into the other parts of your life because they'll infect it. If you're having a negative work life and you take that home with you and you have anger that you then displace onto the people at home, you're damaging your home life. So you want to be careful with that. You need to take action of some kind so that you don't end up feeling negative about all the other aspects in your life. Be real about truly bad situations and change them, but don't let the negative thoughts become so encrusted that you can't shift your perspective. Because remember, negative thoughts are just thoughts. They aren't the truth. They're how you're interpreting the situation. Look around at the people you hang out with. Is there a negative vibe? Do you all get together and just gripe or smack talk? Or do you talk about other things too? Did you grow up with somebody who was really doom and gloom or was really leery of other people? Maybe you learned some of your behavior from others or you fell into it because of the context of the group. Realize that if you give some thought to how you felt before you were with those folks, you might realize that you weren't that kind of a judgmental or negative person beforehand, but it was within the context of the group that your reality got shaped into this perspective because you're trying to fit in. I mean, I've certainly been there. I got in with a group who was really judgmental and talked a lot of smack talk, and that became my reality. And one day I realized I was somebody I didn't want to be. And that's easy to change if that's not your natural way of being, because once you realize it, you can just go back to being your natural self. Realize that negative perspectives can be a comfort zone. Even if it's harming your relationships and adding to your unhappiness, you may feel that it's comfortable. It's something that's known to you. If you were positive that you could be in a new space and everything would be all right, it would be easier to shift over. But you might feel kind of afraid or scared about shifting over into a new space if you've really created a comfort zone in this negative kind of way of being. You might feel like, what will people say? And my answer is, who cares? You're doing this for you. They will probably appreciate positivity, even if they're taken aback at first. Being negative keeps people from getting close to you, which is also like a safety mechanism. Just like an overabundance of extreme anger outbursts, people are repelled by negative attitudes. It is a natural protector for you because you don't have to get in too deep with anyone in a relationship. Getting in too deep in a relationship might be really scary for you. So if you have this negative aspect that you're shrouded in, you're keeping everyone at bay. So no one can get in too close to you. And that is a safety mechanism if you're afraid of people leaving you. And also really being deeply in a relationship involves being vulnerable. And that's really scary for a lot of people. Ask yourself, what is the payoff for your negative attitude? Does it make you feel better than others? Does it elevate your ego for a minute? Does it keep things from getting too deep? Does it keep you from being vulnerable? Does it make you look important or knowledgeable? Has it become a source of entertainment? How is negativity serving you? Does it really keep you safe? How do you know? It is just thoughts that you think will happen? Or do you think it's a real danger? Is it keeping you from taking calculated risks and being spontaneous? Is it keeping you from the things you want? Is it helping you? Is it attracting the people you want to know or not? Is it creating possibility for yourself or not? Be mindful of your inclinations. Be aware when you are being negative and check in with yourself. Is there a real threat here 
or am I just going to my comfort zone? How can I think more positively about what's happening now? As usual, if you are really struggling, you should seek professional help from either a therapist or another modality that resonates with you. Coaches can really help with this type of life shift. It might be worth exploring. Meditation, acupuncture, and groups are also good choices. Okay, so now you know a little bit about spotting your negative biases, and you have a few tools to help you change the negative outlook into something more positive. That's great. If you need someone to help you shift, consider asking someone to keep you accountable, to be there with you, to be your accountability buddy, showing you when you're veering off track being able to tell you and make a pact with them that when they tell you, you will listen. Because, you know, if you're one of those people that's applying stubbornness, it might be hard for you to hear that. But if you have this accountability partner you're working with, you're more likely to listen to them when they say something because you have decided you've made a pact that you will hear them when they say that. Maybe you can both work on things together. Who knows? The point is that you are working on a more positive life and that's really, really wonderful. And I am so appreciative that you decided to do that. I think it's going to make a huge difference in your life. So that's it for me today, my friends. Take care and know that I love you and I support you and you can do this. 